<laughs> it's Wednesday night. We're halfway to Friday. <laughs> Funny story about that real quick. I know we usually do our thing, but earlier today I was um, with my son and I said to him, I'm like, why aren't you at work? And he goes, it's Wednesday. I was like, it's Wednesday? Because he doesn't work Wednesdays. <laughs> He's like, it's Wednesday. I was like, oh, crap. Totally it's lost Wednesday. track of time. Right. We're burning the candle at both ends. We are. We are. Um, so, hi, guys. Welcome to Fempreneur True Confessions podcast. Uh, you know, we, we started a little differently today, didn't we? <laughs> hey, we like to shake it up and keep you right. guys on your toes. <laughs> you don't know every, you know, all That's of right. our things, our movements, right? That's right. <laughs> so, hi, everyone. I'm Laura. Um, as you know, I'm Oda, and I own a small um, virtual assistant agency where we're here to help you in your business build and grow with confidence. So, taking care of those things behind the scenes that really need to get taken care of, but you probably don't like to do, or maybe <laughs> you like to do or don't want to, we're here to help out with that. So, or not even time. So, yeah, that's what awesome. we're here for. And I'm super distracted by your fingernails. They look really good. Your nails oh, look really cute. And I'm Angelique. I'm Lady Powerhouse Solutions. And we are a small but mighty heart-centered approach to offering project and event management for women entrepreneurs who are on fire and lighten up the world with their passion and drive. And we help them achieve their missions in the most authentic way possible. Yes. So that together makes us a Fempreneur True Confessions podcast. Yes. And as we've discussed, our mission here is to empower women in business, um, to live authentically, to support each other, to not compete, to open their minds to what the world would look like if we didn't say, oh, sorry, I can't help you because we're scared to. Or, you know, we're concerned with the competition or what's going on. So that non-compete and that ability to just be like, look, hey, I have some answers for you. I can help. Mm -hmm. And it's okay to need that help. And thank mm -hmm. you for coming to me and being able to have that normalization and live authentically that way. Um, because if I lied and said I never needed help, that would be crazy. So, yeah, we are here to definitely make sure that we are empowering women to live that way. And we show that ourselves through our relationship with each other and through our businesses and our personal relationships. And we're super excited to hear about the women around the world that are also doing this to empower women in business. Yeah. Creating this community of, of like-minded um, female entrepreneurs where, you know, we're, we're modeling what it looks like, normalizing what it looks like, to share the, the challenges that we face and the lessons we've learned um, and, and having a common goal of just lifting other women up and not tearing them down and normalizing what it looks like when women succeed at supporting each other. I mean, I get really super excited about that, um, yeah. helping other women build up their confidence, encouraging each other to use our gifts and passions to fulfill our life's calling. So we're really here every week to build, maintain, and grow this sisterhood that, um, you know, is all on the same page with that abundance mindset, mindset. It's like you wanted to guess, but didn't. <laughs> well, if I wanted to, I would have. Right. Like my, mouth, it, my, my mouth and my brain are not connected. But, um, you know, we're all about sharing the, these challenges because, you know, I think it's, it's important for us 
as female entrepreneurs to realize that we're not alone in what we're struggling with, what we're being challenged by, and that we have other female entrepreneurs out there that um, that will help us, encourage us, and, and you know, are I'm trying, I'm struggling for the words, but, you know, basically just not out there to stab you in the back, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, because I, I don't know of anybody else, but that's been my experience, especially in corporate. And so instead we just want to demonstrate and, and model what it looks like when we help each other. And that's how we get to our highest level. Right. Absolutely. And we have another amazing woman here who yes. is here to do the same. She's here to share her story. Um, and her name is, see, we said it beforehand, and now I'm going to screw that. No, you're not. Madonna it's perfect. It's going to be perfect. All right. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, that was Gordana, actually perfect. <laughs> Gordana is a co-founder of Work LO. Um, a pre-hire assessment platform designed to help companies hire the top 1% of writers. Previously, she worked as the head of content at Content Distribution, where she led a team of 45 writers and editors. She's dedicated to developing content operation systems, helping her customers grow their organic traffic, and publishing high-quality content um, at scale. So welcome. Yeah, that's thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you guys for having me. And I'm uh, super excited to chat about yeah, stuff today. We're super excited to have you here. And Gordana is in Serbia. I am. It's very it late. Almost here, one actually, in the so if I'm right? like do some like yawning, I, I apologize. I feel guilty for yawning and it's like it, not even dinner time yet. It's so like a normal human time. function. Right. And it, I know it's super oh. late for her. So see, it just happened. Okay, we'll just keep passing. Like as soon as you mention it, you start doing yeah. it. And so I'm not going to mention it anymore. <laughs> exactly. So um, Gordana, you know, we didn't talk about this before we went on, but um, what is your age range? You don't have to say specifically if you don't want to, but I'm just curious because you know, Oh, I can. Oh, thank you. I have a good dermatologist. I'm actually 33. You're very I'm not young. like super young, but also not super old. So, um, yeah, fun. yeah. Uh, honestly, like my career didn't really kick off until I was 29, uh, which I think is interesting because you're always taught that, oh, unless, uh, you know, you do everything by the age of 25, you're a loser, which is definitely, I, I kind of fell wow. victim to that as well. But, um, you know, it's, it's, like never too late, I guess. Uh, not like I'm super old or anything, but it's just if you're in your 20s and you still don't know what you're doing, it's completely fine. Absolutely. You will figure it out. I mean, like, just gosh, give yourself time. Uh, I'm in my 50s and I'm still figuring shit out. Oh, you know wow. what I'm saying? <laughs> that question of what do I want to be when I'm an adult or grown up or I'm still that figuring ever. that out. So no, no pressure. <laughs> yeah. Man. Let's release that. Yeah, that, that's what people keep saying. <laughs> they should. They should. And that's what everyone tells me as well. Like, oh, what am I going to do when I'm like 40 or 50? What is my life going to look like? And, and pretty much everyone I know who's around that age is like, I don't even know what I'm doing. Yeah. So you'll be fine. And, it, and it, you know, um, and yeah. especially in this day and age, like it can change in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. 
so fast yeah and we're seeing it right now with ai and everything the whole industry has changed so much so yeah, yeah it's uh it's exciting but also kind of scary to you know yeah. live through that and, and have to adjust yep, everything change is know. hard but if if we don't and i know it i've is, said this before is. if we don't change if we're not you know yeah we're not yeah growing. we're not growing if things aren't a little hard if you're not challenging yourself somewhere, yeah. falling down, getting back up again, True. right? So speaking of falling down yeah. and getting back <laughs> up again. So uh, the the title of this episode is what what is the title again? I said it right building before. Building and bouncing back. Building and bouncing back. Building and bouncing back. And this is one of the things that happens. Okay, I'm just saying. Adult <laughs> onset ADD. This is why we don't know what we want to do in our forties and fifties because we can't remember most. <laughs> but um, and the reason I called it that is because you know one of the things you mentioned uh, wanting to talk about was building a business from ground zero, right? And yeah. then also mm -hmm. bouncing back from when you make mistakes. Yeah. 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 So what, uh, absolutely so you mentioned that, you know, your career didn't really start till you were 29. So what was, what was your beginning entrepreneur journey like for you? Yeah. So it was kind of, uh, <clears throat> I honestly kind of stumbled upon it to be hundred percent honest with you. I was a freelance writer for several, pretty long, long time, uh, my entire twenties. And I just thought like, okay, this is what I'll be doing. Like, I guess it's my thing. I'm just a writer, but I didn't know how to take that next step and, and develop that business. And then I met my now business partner, uh, Nick, uh, and, uh, you know, we just started this content agency together. I mean, he started, I kind of joined, uh, as a first employee and, uh, we very quickly realized that we can actually take it to the actual next level and you know we started hiring people we got some really good clients and we developed this amazing amazing team um and it really became something that i was not expecting and i was kind of in this leadership role now that i never even wanted <laughs> honestly I, I was not looking for it it just came to me um and that our third uh, co-founder uh, joined and, and he's also amazing. So it's uh, just been kind of like a learning experience ever since then. Uh, you know, every time you think you have something figured out, it, it turns out, okay, well, now you have this other thing that you need to worry about. Yeah. So it is very exciting, but it, it's just ups and downs all the time. And um, after a couple of years of the agency, we decided to start our SaaS business, which is Workello, um, which is and a tool hold that on, we created. For those who don't know what SaaS yeah. is. Oh. oh, yeah. It's a software as a service. So it's an entire category of, of, of software and services, I guess, online. So think um, like, uh, I don't know what, what a lot of people use, like Notion, for example, the, the note-taking app or... Um, while wow, my mind is kind of blanking right now. It's okay, we <laughs> get it. There are lots, and you probably use a lot of them. And uh, we created it, first of all, because we wanted to get into the SaaS world, but secondly, because we actually needed it. Uh, 
in our content agency to hire writers, to hire editors, to hire marketers, everyone else. And so it's all kind of an organic, honestly, which is nice and I love it. And I guess the nice part is that I wasn't really kind of seeking it out and, and going after it and looking for it, but it just happened and you kind of have to figure out things on the spot, uh, which, you know, keeps you on your toes, yeah. I guess, <laughs> keeps you fresh. Um, so that's, that's kind of like the short version of, of the journey. And of course it's continuing on and, you know, hopefully one day it's, uh, we're a household name. That's awesome. We're not there yet. Obviously. Well, and yeah. so for in the beginning, starting from, <clears throat> you know, from scratch, what were some of yeah. the challenges that, that you faced that and overcame, um, or you completely mm -hmm. failed at, but you learned a valuable lesson. Yeah. What are some of those lessons that maybe you feel are worth sharing? Yeah. So if I can uh, influence one person to do this, I will be happy. Uh, the very kind of first problem we realized that we were having is also a problem that a lot of marketing agencies have, and that is the lack of systems. They just, uh, mm -hmm. I mean, they're doing like a good job, but they're kind of, flowing you know through the motions and they do everything on a one-off basis uh and that's all well and good but <clears throat> excuse me uh but if you actually don't have the system that is going to allow you to repeat the success over and over again and for different clients mm -hmm. and that you don't depend on one person or one type of project or one type of content or whatever um you can do anything so that was the first thing uh, was just building something from honestly nothing because we, we had zero documentation it was just the two of us it was you know we worked with freelance writers and i i was editing everything and so we spent quite a lot of time documenting every single process that we had everything that we were doing for those initial couple of clients and i think that really saved us a lot of time um also, it was people management. You know, I came into it hiring a team. I had no idea what I was doing, you know? Um, it was the first time I, I hired anyone. It was the first time I had to manage someone. I was responsible for someone's, you know, livelihood. And yeah. that's kind of a lot of pressure, actually. Yeah. Uh, a lot, a lot of pressure. <laughs> so you kind of have to perform on, on all fronts and keep those people happy. Um, and I think one of the big mistakes I made is I was way too, I guess, lenient with my team and I did stuff for them hmm. uh, instead of letting them, you know, grow in their roles and make mistakes. Uh, I was afraid that they were going to be unhappy if they had a lot of work, if they were overwhelmed and I would just do stuff for them, which did them a disservice. Obviously I stopped doing that, <laughs> doing that anymore, but uh, it did them a disservice at the time, but it also did me a disservice because I did someone else's job, honestly, uh, and, and kind of couldn't focus on my own. Um, and then the final mistake, which I think is the most important one is do not rely on one client if you are an agency. <laughs> Please have more clients than one because when that one client leaves, uh, it's going to be very hard. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so we had this uh, this one big client. We built our entire team for them. We built all these systems, all these processes for them, and um, you know we couldn't take on more work because 
all of our capacity was going into this one basket and all of our people were onboarded on this one project. And then when that project ended very abruptly, uh, we didn't know what to do, you know, we kind of scrambled to keep the company even alive. Uh, we managed to do it, thank God, but, uh, it was very stressful. So if you are a content marketing agency or any kind of agency, please have multiple clients. Yeah, I think any kind one, of agency. no matter how big they are. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, multiple <laughs> multiple forms of income streams that you yes, know, you yeah, as a business very quickly. Like yeah, definitely hundred percent. Yeah, and so I will never make that mistake again. Uh, you know, even now when I'm kind of a little more experienced and I'm venturing out into the world and, and trying my own things as well uh you just always have to have your, your fingers in many pies and just have that safety and security because you know at the end of the day uh it, it's gonna sound bad but like we all work for money and we all have to survive but yeah. not just survive but also thrive and you can't be a good boss to anyone you can't be a good manager if you are deeply unhappy and, and if you're unstable so or stressed um, yeah. yeah or stressed like especially if you're managing people you have to provide that stability for them because it's not their fault if you know you can't sell stuff and you know yeah. get new clients and get new users um so that was a huge huge lesson for me uh, very kind of early on i guess in, in i mean you know i had a similar lesson uh you know early on when I, I knew going into the business that I wanted to have a team, I didn't want to be doing all the work myself. Um, and so when I first started hiring people, I would bring them on and, and I would interview them and I would just believe that what they, uh, what they told me they could do, they could do. And, um, you know, this was, uh, right. I launched my business shortly before COVID. And um, so by the time COVID came around and all these people, brick and mortars uh, who needed an online presence or needed to create a, you know, more social media or whatever, mm-hmm. um, wanted to send out email campaigns, that kind of thing. And so I had this influx and I couldn't do it all myself. So I was like, well, this is awesome. I need help. I need to start hiring a team. And so I started interviewing people and, and, you know, I had one particular client that um, needed some an email campaign built and this gal said she could do it. So I was like, all right, here it is. Let me know what kind of questions you have. And uh, the deadline was like a week away. It wasn't like a super quick deadline. And mm-hmm. you know, I, I checked in with her and how are things going? Well, I haven't had, you know, a chance to do that much, but everything's so far so good, you know. And then the day before the deadline, she emails and says, I can't figure this out. I'm sorry. Oh no. <laughs> oh my God. And this wasn't a particular that is a nightmare. Right. Yeah. And so this was a particular email camp, email platform that I'd never worked with. That's why I hired her. <laughs> yeah. And so I, I yeah, ended up losing that, that is, client, oh. even though I explained to them what had happened and you know, I was very honest with them and we met the deadline barely. Um, but it just wasn't the caliber of work that I wanted to well, mm-hmm. so, and, and yeah. so I lost that client in the process, but it was a, a good lesson to learn a valuable lesson. It hurt. Mm-hmm. It hurt. But what it oh, taught yeah. me was, don't believe them. <laughs> yeah. I know. 
So I, I uh, started uh, really researching how other, you know, not just companies in general, but female owned companies handled this kind of thing, especially now that a lot of people are remote and everybody's working from home. And, and so uh, I came up with a process and it's been working great ever since. I but, love it. Yeah. Um, so, you know, bouncing that, you know, was, it didn't happen immediately. Right. Of course. It's a it process took, it, and it it's, took some time. yeah. Yeah. What was yeah. It like for you. Uh, stressful. <laughs> number one. Yeah. yeah. Very stressful. Uh, that's number one. And then like, I guess that, that was kind of the highlight of honestly, several months of, of trying to rebuild something when it was already so, you know, developed and, and like very, very well developed and kind of high operation, uh, bouncing back was so difficult and so stressful we literally had to, you know, go back out and, you know, start marketing our services again because we haven't done that in so long um, because we just didn't need to. And um, it took us a while. Um, you know, there were some when you're when you're in that position, when you're, you know, trying to, to rebuild something, you kind of, I guess, accept uh, deals that are not perfect for you. And we definitely did that and there too. And, you know, we did them, at, but it was just not, you know, not the right fit for our skill set. Yeah. And, and our team and everything. Um, so some of those initial deals didn't really continue because obviously it's, it's just not yeah. <laughs> good for anyone. Um, but over time, you know, we, as, Kind of our core team uh, my two co-founders and i we learned that you know we just shouldn't really settle for anything we have to be picky you know we are good at what we do and and we don't just want to do it for for anyone uh you know you want someone who wants exactly you who knows exactly you know what they want who wants these results and knows that we can deliver them um so it was definitely a process, but I think we are now at a place where, you know, we rebuilt this audience and, um, you know, now it's a lot easier, obviously. We don't have one client anymore. We have multiple. Uh, we also have the SaaS. So it's, uh, we learned a lesson. We definitely uh, are doing multiple things to keep the people yes. happy, keep the people employed, mm -hmm. keep that security for them. And of course, you know, continue to build on our careers as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, you mentioned yeah. you you've been doing a lot of traveling. You were in Greece last week. I was. Yeah. Going to Thailand yeah. next week. Uh, is that for our promoting yeah. the company or is that? Yeah, that's actually. Uh, so we're going to this big SEO conference in Chiang Mai in Thailand. Okay. It's uh, in that community. It's I think one of the biggest SEO conferences. It's actually going to be my first time in Thailand nice. too. And only my third oh, SEO nice. conference or any conference for that matter. So I'm very excited for that. Um, you know, we're going to meet a lot of people, a lot of actually our customers and our users are going to be there. So it's going to be nice, you know, to finally meet someone in person that I've only met like through a screen. Yes. Um, Greece was, um, I mean, we worked while we were there, but it was more kind of like a remote working you know, why work in, in Belgrade where we live, where we can go to Rodos in Greece, where you have the sea and the beach and the sun. <laughs> it's a little bit nicer. Um, and it's 
honestly my favorite part about remote working you mentioned you know now everyone is remote you kind of mm -hmm. have to be careful and everything but it's i'm thriving i'm never going back to the office and <laughs> it's just the freedom uh is unmatched it's honestly amazing um so yeah lots of travel That's awesome. lots of exciting things happening uh, i'm honestly so grateful to be where i am and to be able to do all of these things that i dreamed of yeah. you know in my 20s when i was thinking like oh, am i ever going to be successful um and now it's happening so um it's just and that's awesome and i think that's day. the other thing we should celebrate yeah. when we are freaking yeah. amazing and thrilled with mm -hmm. where we are in our life yeah and be proud of it yeah and you know as women we don't toot our horn as much or as loudly as men do because we've been true, so our, true. you know our, as a a population to be quiet don't be heard don't be loud don't be seen don't dress yeah. this way so you know i think that we need to help each other celebrate that that's freaking absolutely yes absolutely like i don't know Oh, I'm, I'm so sorry for interrupting. No, go, go. I just was said, yeah, absolutely. And then, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. No, because I don't know how it is, you know, for you guys, obviously, you know, you're from uh, the U.S. and the culture is a little bit different. Mm -hmm. But, you know, where I grew up, it was always like, you have to be humble. You know, you, you should not brag about what you do and whatever. It's, it's mostly about kind of the husband is, you know, the breadwinner and the successful one and everything. And so for the longest time, I mean, even now I, I kind of struggle with saying like, hey, like, I'm actually amazing. I did all of mm -hmm. these things mm -hmm. and, you know, let's all be happy because, you know, you are also successful and you are successful and, and you know, we should lift ourselves up. But there is this entire culture of, you said it in the beginning, just kind of stabbing each other in the back. And I think it's because we were taught that, like you said, you need to be quiet, you need to be good and proper i guess mm -hmm. and i'm honestly kind of sick of it so yeah i'm really I happy think we are that yeah. things are changing mm -hmm. so what you kind and of learn is with when working with that is when you silence us it doesn't keep us quiet it gives us a lot more wheel turning time it doesn't always usually 99 percent of the time turn out quite the way you think it would for that hush moment like hush hush i got this but it, yeah. it definitely gets us more in that strategic, quiet, deceitful. We were just discussing in a, 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 a group that I was in that um, that deceitful, that manipulation, that gaminess that comes from it. And then the next word mm -hmm. is always bitch. You're a bitch, <laughs> you know? And so yeah. it's that, that game of that. And it's, you know, yes, we were silenced. Or yes, speak, know your place, know your lane, know where you are. Oh, yeah, that too. And all of that. But... The second I would start to feel that my wheels didn't stop turning, I might have gotten quiet. I might have stopped, backed off, whatever. But that doesn't mean I stopped. That just yeah. my yeah. movements were in the dark now. And most people don't understand that, where it's like, yeah, but you get us quiet and you get us, you know, now everything's in the dark. You probably would have much rather that be all up front and out there and transparent. But yeah. So yeah, women played a different game that, in business, especially in corporate. That's a pretty good point. Honestly, I've, I've never thought of it like that, but that is an excellent point, and I'm stealing that 100%. And I think that too, I talk about it. women, you know, we we 
don't often re often realize that the reason that we uh, default to that competitive nature and that cattiness is because we were as as women in corporate, I should say, mm-hmm. and in business as business leaders and entrepreneurs, there are only so many seats at the table. And the majority of those seats yeah. are the old boys club. Yeah. And, uh, and if there were carved out two seats for women, that means that all the women are competing for those two seats and they're competing with other women, yeah. not other men. And that's where that sense of competition came instead of cooperation. Yeah. And then if we would help yeah. each other um, get the, the right person, the better person, and this is a great segue into the next topic, but helping that, that person that's best fitted for that seat into that point position mm-hmm. of power, she can help the rest of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, so you built an, uh, a software that to help hire the best person. And you yeah. said in your words, not the most advantaged one. So explain that a little bit and talk about that whole process, because I find that so interesting. I love that. Oh, I would love to. <laughs> Thank you. So, um, I mentioned before, you know, I was a, a freelance writer for a very long time and in this world of um, just content in general, there is this notion that if you're not a native speaker of English, if you're not American, if you're not from the UK, Australia, you're somehow worthless. And, um, you know, you, you don't know what grammar is, you don't know how to speak or how to write in a cohesive and, and fluent way. And so a lot of writers from non-English speaking countries are severely underpaid. And so was I, honestly. And I didn't know, I I didn't have that perspective back in the day. So I didn't know that I can actually price myself way higher than I, um, than I have been. Mm -hmm. And I was always kind of angry about that because, um, you know, why am I, you know, I have like a master's degree in English and everything. Why am I worth less than someone who is just born in in the UK or the US, but never even you know bothered to to go to school to like study this language and and discover it in different ways and doesn't even love it you know as much right. as I do. Um, and so when we started hiring um, writers and editors for our agency, I really wanted to build our team in Serbia because I felt that there's a huge community here of people who are really good at what they do, uh, but they just can't get the opportunities because I don't know if you know, but it's like a very small country, very insignificant in the grand scheme of things. And mm-hmm. of course, salaries are also very low. So your kind of only option to to make a little bit more money is to work for a foreign company. But often those companies would not even you know, consider. consider you because you yeah. don't have the right name and you're not from the yes. right area. Um, so that's how it started. And then when we made Workello, uh, the entire point of Workello, it's actually, it started as a tool for writers and editors. Now it's expanded to anyone, you know, people are hiring developers and, and bookkeepers and video editors. I actually hired a video editor recently too. Um, it's 
all the premise of pre-hire tests. So instead of hiring someone because they have the right name, they have the right birthplace, they have, I don't know, a really fancy portfolio, uh, you can give someone a chance who maybe didn't have those opportunities because of various things. Maybe they're young, uh, maybe they're from a country like mine, who yeah. knows? Yeah. Uh, but if you test them before you hire them, like that lady who told you, oh, I can do these emails, like maybe, uh, I'm not judging you or anything, by the no, way, no, but no. you know, a lot of people fall into that trap and I have definitely done so in the past. If you test them before you hire them, they prove to you that they can do this work and you're mm -hmm. actually hiring the best person for the job. And it's not biased and it's just, you know, you, you're both happy. <laughs> like it's the yeah. best deal for everyone, pretty much. So that was the, the, the main idea behind it. Obviously, the second main idea was that a lot of folks were struggling with hiring like they usually are. And it's kind of a running theme in our community, in this uh, marketing and, and content community that oh, I can never find good writers. It's like, no, you can. You're just not looking at the right places. You know, you can't mm -hmm. be very narrow-minded. Just expand yeah. your viewpoint a little bit and you'll see that there are so many amazing people all over the world that would love to work with you, but they just never, they're just not in the right area. And does it even matter now when we're all no. remote workers? Yeah. You can be anywhere and do your job. So, yeah. um, you know, that was, uh, that was uh, the motivation <laughs> behind Workello. And I'm, I'm super proud because we've, you know, helped people hire about a thousand, maybe even more new people, which is a thousand new jobs. And it's, uh, I don't know, it's kind of my proud as well. <laughs> I bet. Like, and you should this. be proud, you know, uh, when you create something like that from scratch and it comes from yeah. a place of genuine, um, like not just solving a problem, but creating uh, just a better climate. Yeah, yeah. Better culture. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because absolutely. that's ultimately what you're doing is you're building a company culture. And so it has to start yeah. somewhere. Yeah. yeah. And you hear yeah, all the time that the best way to kill a team's morale is to hire someone that the team completely felt unfit with because mm. you didn't see what was really going on truly in the dynamics of that. And that's not always, you know, it's not, not always paying attention. Um, it, a lot of it, sometimes it's harder. There are many people in corporate that behaved one way, one day and another way, another who was around oh, yeah. that kind of thing. So we would see things, but the people that, needed to see it didn't see it and there were things that would happen so there's a lot of that that goes on and then you promote people like well they're the ones doing the best and the whole team is screaming yeah. and then they're they're like i'm out i'm done i don't i don't like this it's you know the pipes this and this doesn't work and so it, it's very difficult with the idea of that like in in companies where they're not paying attention they're not seeing it so having that you know it's just the best person in the moment for this job that we need to get accomplished with that yeah 
hundred uh, percent. But also, you know, we we do have this policy as well. Uh, I mean, you have to be vigilant, no matter what kind of company you are. Uh, you know, yeah, even if they are the best, if they are rude, yes. <laughs> or right. you know, you you don't hire them. Um, so that's why I kind of stress to all of my customers: don't have the interviews before you have the tests. Um, it's nice to meet people first and then give them test second, but you're just kind of wasting both of your time. If it's not the right fit, you know, it's, it's better to just go through it like this, just test their abilities first and then see if they fit with your culture, because if they don't, well, you have five more people who did, um, your test amazing and, and they could be your new, whatever, mm -hmm. whoever you're hiring. Yeah. Um, so yeah so would workello be something that i could use as a small business owner or is it meant for larger companies yeah it's actually meant for small to medium-sized businesses and most of our customers are actually small businesses and various agencies it really depends um a lot of them are also SaaS businesses but uh yeah it's absolutely meant for for someone like you it, it would be perfect because you just Kind of build your workflow and it automates a lot of the things that people spend actually a lot of time on which is the communication you know people ping you hey you know what's going on with my application have you checked out my test when's my interview we solved all of that uh by building a candidate facing page that has a nice timeline and you know step one is uh, we get your application step two you're going to take a short test and then after the test Maybe there's a different test. And then after that, uh, you're going to get an interview. And you know, after that, we send you an offer. So they have that, but also the every email uh, is automated. So you're never leaving your candidates hanging. And that's kind of one of the biggest issues that candidates report all over. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, if you look on Reddit or Facebook, it's just sending my CV into a black hole and no one's getting back to me. Yeah. Uh, and there are memes about it and it's kind of like a funny thing now, but it's super frustrating it actually. Yeah. Uh, so with this, we're, we're keeping your best candidates engaged. So they don't forget who you are. They constantly get, get communication from you and you know they don't go somewhere else because they haven't heard back from you because they're always going to hear back. Mm -hmm. And it's all designed to be one click for you. So it's, Honestly, it like, saves a lot of time because you don't have to do anything by hand. It's almost everything is automated. Um, and people who are solopreneurs as well have used it, never hired anyone in their life, never used any HR yeah. tools before, but they figured it out. It's, I mean, it takes you two minutes to figure it out. It's easy. And, you know, now they have teams, now their businesses are growing, which is, so nice. Yes. So well, you know, if that, if, it, uh, if that isn't one of the main hurdles that I hear from clients mm -hmm. um, that, you know, I need help, but I don't know where to start or it feels so overwhelming or yeah. so. And I it have is. one client already uh -huh. in mind. I'm like, um, I think she needs this. So, um, All right. well, yeah, <laughs> let's, yeah. <laughs> let's, uh, let's get her on work. Uh -huh. uh, it is overwhelming. It's, um, you know, the entire industry, it's so ancient. Uh, I mean, it sounds bad to say, but it is a lot of um, HR content out there. It's, I don't know why, I, I really don't understand. It's its very old, tiny still. Mm -hmm. And I think people are overcomplicating it. 
but it's not complicated at all. Like you just need to be a good employer uh, yeah. to get the best candidates have you, you can. But I understand. Have so. you heard of the Peter Principle? No. Okay. And I'm not going to go down this rabbit hole here in this podcast, but I will I'll just it. write that yeah. down. Uh, Google it uh, and, and do a little research on it because I think that's the problem. Uh, I'll be honest with you. Um, and so anyway, um, was there anything that anything else that we didn't touch on that you would like to talk about? Uh, I mean, no, honestly, you guys are amazing. I, I really love the the energy and, you know, all, the whole like women supporting women. Awesome. Um, I'm very excited. And um, thank you so much, you know, for for chatting with me. Absolutely. You know, like, very Absolutely. honored, honestly. We're so yeah. glad to have you. And that's what it's about is that excitement of being there and helping and supporting and doing all of that so we see it and it was funny because you even got a little choked up when you're like our businesses are growing so you're so supportive of yeah. you support too and it just comes out it's like flowing out of you and that's that's exactly what this is about is just showing that like yes i get excited when my clients are growing and things are going right i'm like yay and that's not a yay yeah. for us, like that means more for us, but that's more a yay in general. Just thank goodness you're growing it went well, yay. You know, and yes. it's genuine, yeah. it's authentic. And yeah. I love that because it was immediate, it came out of you. It was just like, oh, you kind of got too <laughs> How cute is that? Oh, thank you. <laughs> no, but it is exciting. You know, you when you, uh, you know, you help someone, um, just grow in any way it's it's amazing and you also grow as a person whenever you do it and you learn something new every time because everyone you know every client or or customer everyone is different and they have different needs mm -hmm. so uh definitely more of that you know we all need to to be uh better every single day and um this journey is kind of one of the ways that we're all doing it yeah. you know through business and through talking about yes. it and and just sharing our stories. Yeah. Um, that's for sure. Giving women a voice. I think that's, I mean, that's, I love doing this podcast and that is why, because yeah. we get to hear from each other, from other female entrepreneurs, from other women and not feel so alone in our struggles, not feel so alone in, in the challenges or mistakes that we made. And also, you know, the other really interesting thing is as we were researching for this podcast and making sure that, you know, that there's a need for what we want to share. And, and there is, um, there are so many, women there is there so much that do, they feel alone. They don't have, uh, mentors and, and, you know, um, mentors to look up to. They don't have someone to go, Hey, what do you think about this idea? Or, you know, and that's one thing Laura and I do is we're like, Hey, I was thinking about this. What do you think about this idea? And having someone that you can be vulnerable with and and trust, yeah, and know that they're not going to stab you in the back with the information that you're sharing with them, yeah, because we exactly. both had that happen as well, yeah. and um, and not letting it stop us. Mm -hmm. um, the other really cool thing about women powered businesses is that we do uh, more in our communities with what we make. Uh, and how we do it. Um, we give back to our communities financially, uh, as well as just in our time, uh, more female powered businesses mm -hmm. 
you know, volunteer, more female powered businesses donate, um, more female powered business hire from their community and, and lots of really great positive things. So yeah. Awesome. Well, we were absolutely thrilled right. to have you all the way from Serbia at one free to oh, in the morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I think uh, my team is going to be excited. I forgot to mention my team is like 80% women. And, That's awesome. You know, they are all amazing and so talented. And I'm just so honestly honored to, to be working with them and, and there's no cattiness or anything. Everyone's just yeah. like so nice to each other. That's just, nice. Oh, That's when you build super. a good team, and you build, and it's and you guys as the leaders, the company are setting that atmosphere as well. So that's just wonderful because again, it's that atmosphere. It's getting away from what used to be and making it different. And that yeah, women are craving it, and they're thriving in those atmospheres where they're heard. It's a team. Everybody's got a piece mm -hmm. at the table. Nobody's. Oh, cute. Yes. Yeah. No. Exactly. Exactly. I'm uh, I'm excited. There's a, a woman on my team. She's 23 years old. She's insanely talented. And I told her, like, in a few years, I'll be working for you. And, you know, I still need it. And I know that she's going to. She started with us. She was very young. She was 19 years old. Um I know that she's going to take some of the good things that she, you know, learned with us and, and take it wherever else she goes. And she's going to be the best boss to everyone. I just know it. Like there's no way that's not going to happen. That's awesome. So I, I can't wait to see where she's at. Yeah. Well, Gordana has an awesome offer for our listeners. Uh, Laura. Uh Yes, I you get. Do. She's giving us ten percent off work, um, work LO subscription, and there is a code for that. So we will put that in the show notes. You can find it in there, and then go in there, sign up, take around. Especially if you're a business owner, you have a team. Whether you are hiring specifically right now or not, definitely go check it out. See what it's about because it's important. It's one of the things that business owners think last about. So. Hiring is important. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, one of the things that we like to do on the podcast is have our current guests introduce the next guest. And um, it just to, to show solidarity and support for each other. Um, so next week's guest is uh, Danya. And I'm not going to try and say her last name because I do not know how to pronounce it. Uh, <laughs> if you have a clue... Gordana, you go for it, girl. Otherwise, I googled it. I know the struggle, you know. <laughs> uh, so, um, sorry, Danya, if I mess it up, but I'll see. I'll see. Uh, so, Danya is a content and marketing strategist and the CEO of OC. Sorry again, creative. Uh, she specializes in simplifying social media strategy and believes in giving away all the secret tips and tricks, no gatekeeping information around here. We love that. Um, of course, Danya has worked with some of the biggest influencers and brands across nearly every industry in the world, from Gary Vee, we all know, wow. uh, and Michael Moore, to P&G Ole, WeWork, Universal, and more. This is seriously impressive. <laughs> I can't wait for your episode. <laughs> Uh, in December of 2020, uh, Tanya started the 
Aussie. I'm so sorry. Uh, I actually did Google it, but I, I, I kind of suck at it now. <laughs> uh, OC Creative <laughs> to help business owners with top-notch marketing without the Madison Avenue price tag. And today, the agencies focus on supporting purpose-driven, conscientious, conscientious business owners to change the world literally by helping them expand their audience through strategy and podcast production. And I absolutely can't wait for the uh, the episode. And Tanya, I'm sorry for butchering your name. <laughs> hey, I would have. We all would have uh, struggled with that. Yeah. You know, yeah. uh, I, I've had several names in the past, and uh, sometimes they they don't get pronounced okay and nobody dies nobody gets hurt uh yeah exactly you know and uh, i usually just go yeah that's fine because you know it it just it is what it is it doesn't matter yeah Yeah, we're we're very like the world is becoming more kind of multicultural which i love and Mm. everyone's more connected so you know, from time to time, you're going to find a name like mine. That you're not used or Danya's. But it's okay, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Danya is a beautiful name. Yeah, I do. I love, I love that. I love that. Um, so our announcement this week is the same as last week. Please sign up for our newsletter. Get on our email list for our weekly sneak peeks for upcoming guests. And we'll be sending out a monthly email full of free and discounted resources like the one that Gordana is offering today um, for your business and um that's it that's it folks for this week and we'll be back next week at the same time and uh a day wednesdays at 6 30 eastern and we look forward to seeing you thanks for joining us bye guys thanks, everyone bye, bye. bye.